Chapter 1 Thursday Night John Kidnap was not the right word. John had simply meant to take Clara to breakfast at the corner diner, where they had good poached eggs and were especially kind to babies. But in the end, he couldn't explain the inexorable pull, the electric thrum that made him rise from the bed strangely untethered and begin to shave with scalding water, or the innocence of his motive. He just wanted to be with her. He couldn't describe the indefinite urgency that had propelled him. Yes, he took the baby with him, but she was his daughter. Veronica had started it. She'd sat up in bed, waving a finger in protest. She's fine, she'd hissed when John left to check on Clara, as he did every night. Clara slept down the hall, in a nursery with walls of the color of pollen. They'd rejected bicycle yellow and lemon yellow in favor of pollen, the potent reproductive center of a flower. As he walked toward the nursery, a small vibration filled the air, the joyful tension that had tinged the atmosphere since Clara was born. The yoky color summoned, spilling warmth onto the stunned concrete floors and his cold bare feet. The baby was warm and breathing, he was sure of it. When he arrived in her room, it was pitch dark. He felt around the baseboards, searching in vain for the delinquent nightlight, then stood staring down at the vague shape of the crib, but saw only blackness, like the deep velvet center of a pansy. Had she been stolen? He waited anxiously for his eyes to adjust to the dark. Slowly the shape of her bald head emerged and he saw a fantastic, tuber-like arm draped over her eyes as she lay on her back. He watched, waiting to see her chest move up and down with breath. Abruptly, she flipped over. In her pink velour suit, her bottom was high in the air, her tiny knees tucked beneath her. In the crook of her arm, she had crushed the lamb she loved. The velvety white toy had opaque black eyes and eyebrows embroidered in perpetual consternation, as if forever on the verge of bleeding. But the baby was content tonight. Neither Clara nor the lamb made a sound. Satisfied, he returned to their pale blue bedroom. What was the name of this pink color? They had once been fervent and focused decorators. He had once agreed to the color, but it was a drained blue, gray and institutional, the bored whistle in the stairwell of his old elementary school. Veronica was speaking, staring across the top of her book into the open distance, barely aware of his presence. There's an epidemic underway. People are getting fatter and fatter, she said. John's waist had thickened for the first time in his life and he supposed this was why she avoided contact. Obesity is a scourge, he said too emphatically. His provocation didn't faze her. Veronica arranged her maple hair over the pillow, the same glossy banner she'd always had, so shiny it looked adolescent, and continued to read about the horror of fast food. She held a tissue coned into one nostril and worked on arranging it for optimal absorption. He'd never seen her so engaged. 
She was in shape again, six months after Clara's birth, but complained of the continual numbness of her incision and the lack of tone around her belly. He'd find her alone sometimes, her side to the mirror, lifting the small packet of flesh above the ridge of the scar until taut, then dropping it as it jiggled back into place and froze into a small, immovable pillow. She'd be embarrassed when he found her doing this and rushed to cover herself. He liked seeing her in that moment when she didn't know she was being seen. She'd never been vain before. Maybe it wasn't vanity. She still had little sense of the power of her beauty, an innocence that...